Good evening. In case you didn't recognize it, that was my rather poor imitation of Alfred Hitchcock's opening lines for his famous TV series, Alfred Hitchcock Presents. You see, Mr. Hitchcock, or I should say Sir Alfred Hitchcock, is today's featured storyteller. My name is Dr. Randy Overbeck, and besides being the author of the best-selling series, The Haunted Shore Mysteries, I'm the host of Great Stories About Great Storytellers, the podcast which reveals the unusual and sometimes strange backstories of famous authors, poets, and directors. And this episode details the story about the legendary TV and movie director, Alfred Hitchcock. A listener in a recent comment raised the question of just how much storytelling directors can be credited with. After all, they usually take someone else's work, normally that of a novelist or screenwriter, and turn it into video. But what a great director does with that story or novel or screenplay is turn it into something new, something different, something above and beyond the original written words. And few professionals did that better than Alfred Hitchcock. Alfred Joseph Hitchcock, 1889 to 1980, was born into an extended family of Roman Catholics on the east side of London. Though some relatives were wealthy, his own family lived simply, running a green grocer and later a fish and chip shop. From all accounts, Alfred was a quiet, well-behaved boy and had few playmates. His schooling was Catholic as well, first the Covenant School, called the Wode Street School, then later St. Ignatius College, a Jesuit grammar school with a reputation for discipline. More about his experience there later. Alfred first tried his hand at engineering, taking night classes at the London School of Engineering, but a year into his study, his father died of emphysema, and he quit school to take a job to support his mother and himself his older siblings having already left home. He was 15 at the time. By then, World War I was well on, and when he could, he too joined the fight in a cadet regiment of Royal Engineers. When the war ended, his interest in an entry into the world of movies began, and he learned the craft from the bottom up. At the age of 20, he produced some drawings for title cards for a movie that a nearby studio, a production arm of Paramount Pictures, by the way, was filming and he sent them in. The studio was impressed and hired him as a title card designer and his film career began. He worked his way up, learning the craft and business along the way. After London, he went to Germany, becoming an assistant director, and by the age of 26, he was directing his first picture called The Pleasure Garden. His path and talent took him back to UK, where he established himself as a name director with his first thriller, The Lodger, A Story of London Fog, a Jack the Ripper-style tale. Shortly afterwards, he met and married the girl of his dreams, the English screenwriter Alma Reveal. Alma became Alfred's partner and closest collaborator throughout is throughout their life together. After several successful films in England, Hitchcock was lured to America by none other than the movie great David Selznick, signing a seven-year contract in 1939. A string of films considered classics followed. 
Listeners would, will likely have heard the names, even if they haven't seen the film.
Paramount had already committed to doing another picture but with him, but after reading the script, they balked on Psycho and refused to provide the budget for filming. So Hitchcock used his reveal studio again and his studio staff to produce the film in black and white because he thought it was done on a very tight budget compared to the big big studio productions. Boy was Hitchcock's right. The movie proved to be such a tremendous success that the film was so popular with audiences viewers waited for the next showing in lines stretching around the block. It broke box office records in the US, in the UK, in Canada, and in South America. Critics first were stunned and gave the film tepid or even poor reviews, though many revised their opinions when the film succeeded and was actually released a second time in 1969. Not surprisingly, Alfred Hitchcock earned considerable recognition and awards for his film storytelling. Both Birds and Psycho are ranked among the top thrillers of all time, as well as the top horror films, and his film Vertigo is ranked as the best mystery movie ever. His work earned six Academy Award nominations, four Emmy nominations, two Golden Globes, the AFI Life Achievement Award, the Director's Guild of America Award, and the Knight Commander of the British Empire, hence the surtitle, among many others. His storytelling legacy is long and but studying his life, one has to wonder how this quiet, unassuming young man became the master of suspense and horror. In a minute, I'll share two experiences from his young life, which may just provide an insight into the eerie imagination of Alfred Hitchcock. First, a word from the sponsor of this episode, Green Memorial Library. It's never too early for early literacy. Start today by joining Green County Public Library's 1,000 Books Before Kindergarten Challenge. Reading together at home, at school, and at your community library for a story time, every word read aloud helps your child on their path to a bright future. And there are prizes along the way, too. Make a promise and a pledge to your little one and start logging their reading on the Beanstack app. That's B-E-A-N-S-T-A-C, Beanstack app, or at green.beanstack.org. Now, back to our enigmatic storyteller and director, Sir Alfred Hitchcock. Hitchcock has proved himself as an undisputed master of suspense and horror. He has made viewers cringe and shrink from on-screen evil and has been able to capture that sense of suspended suspense better than almost any director. In conversations, he explained where his, quote, sixth sense about suspense was created and honed. When Alfred was about five years old, his father sent him to the local police station. You see, he'd been causing a little trouble, and he was to give the first policeman he saw a note from his father. After reading it, 
the policeman locked young Hitchcock in a cell for a few minutes before he returned saying, this is what we do to naughty boys. Hitchcock never forgot this moment, but that fear sitting in the cell waiting for the policeman to return served him well. The icing on the suspense cake, however, came a little later. As I mentioned earlier, when Alfred was 10, his parents enrolled him in St. Ignatius College, a Jesuit grammar school. He told an interviewer that Jesuits taught me organization, control, and to some degree, analysis. <laughs> but they also taught him something else. For discipline, it was the school policy to administer punishment, thrashing with a very hard stick, at the end of the school day, making students sit through classes, waiting, anticipating their punishment and abuse. Hitchcock took the lesson well, turning this haunting experience as a child into fear-inducing scenes on the silver screen. <laughs> kind of another version of what doesn't kill you makes you stronger, I think. Believe it or not, this is one area where I share some common ground with this great director. <laughs> no, no, no. I wasn't submitted to any harsh punishments like Alfred was. But my newest work, Cruel Lessons, an atmospheric amateur sleuth mystery, was born out of, uh, let's say, uncomfortable circumstances. More than once in my professional life as an educator, I tried to stand up against wrongs to children and, as it said today, speak truth to power. Often, this crusade cost me status, rank, even my job. The nucleus of the story behind Cruel Lessons was generated during one of these experiences when my stand earned considerable harassment and intimidation from my bosses. Unable to succeed in the real world at the time, I poured my energies and frustrations into a story which actually has only the most tenuous connection to the real events and real people, but it's what got it started. I think you're going to like the results. An early reviewer, N.N. Light Bookhaven, called Cruel Lessons Every Parent's Nightmare, an unrelenting thriller. I don't pretend to even be in Hitchcock's league, but I think you might find something in my new work to give you pause and want to hug your child a little tighter. You can find more details about my new novel, Cruel Lessons, all my work, and even previous episodes of this podcast on my website, www.authorrandyoverbeck.com. Speaking of great stories about great storytellers, mark your calendar for next month when I'll profile the great mystery author, Robert Parker. Until next time, keep reading those great stories, and I hope at least one of them is mine.